Tony. Hello, Canada. It's Tony here in Saskatchewan. Today's date is September 7th, 2021, and this is another Canadian common sense rant. So what is on my mind today? Well, it won't surprise a lot of you when I say Justin Trudeau is on my mind today. I'm really tired of this tyrant. And anybody who knows me and anybody who has listened to this show for the past three years, or even at any point during the last three years, knows I've never been a fan of Justin Trudeau. And I absolutely hate what he has done to this country that used to be a great country. And it wasn't Justin Trudeau who began the decline of, of this country. It was his father, Pierre Trudeau. And it's unfortunate because that means we've had 50 years of solid decline in this country. And essentially that's been it. There's been a few bright spots. Um, Brian Mulroney was one. And the Jean Chrétien government with Paul Martin as finance minister was another blip upward. Stephen Harper, too bad he didn't have more time as prime minister because, as I've said, he is our greatest living prime minister. But we have Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau is, I can't even say he's a tyrant in training because he's just a tyrant, period. And it bothers me that he's, I can't even say devious because that would indicate that he has some intelligence and he has none. So he's not devious, he's just conniving. And I'm afraid the Canadians, you know, some of them will buy into it. Now, Justin Trudeau has gotten absolutely horrible advice from his handlers by calling this election. Because this election is, without a doubt, a vanity election that Justin Trudeau called simply because he thought that it was that the was time to to strike the iron was hot it was the time for an election to get himself a majority and that really is the only reason he decided to call an election and we can tell that's the case because even though he knew exactly when it was coming he told his candidates to prepare for a for a spring election let alone a late summer election so even though his party should have been completely prepared for this election, had all their candidates in place, platform ready, they are the party that really seems like they have been caught off guard by the election. Now, when you look at parties like the People's Party, for example, they don't have a full slate of candidates, but they, they, they are close. But, I mean, they've kind of hit the ground running. The Conservative Party was ready to go and before the day the writ was dropped, had all their candidates in place. And the NDP was ready to go, had their platform out the first day, had all their candidates in place, or most, not quite all, but they uh, were certainly further along than the Liberals were. So only the Liberals seemed to have not realized they were going into an election that their leader called. And Justin Trudeau himself clearly either is not listening to his handlers or he has just handpicked a bunch of yes men to stand around him so therefore he doesn't get any good advice and that's actually what I'm going with because 
some of the garbage he has talked about on the campaign trail, he has no substance. All he is doing is attacking Aaron O'Toole and trying to, to, to put his own stamp on NDP policies and then present them as his own. And he's, well, he's losing it. I mean, you see how angry he's getting at some of his, his campaign events. He's yelling himself hoarse when he's talking down Aaron O'Toole. And he obviously is getting rattled by the protesters who continue to come out to his rallies. And I get that. But he's also trying to create government policy on the fly, even though technically he's not in government right now. And this is what I want to want to talk about today, because it really ticks me off that he has decided he wants to step into, well, what is provincial jurisdiction and, and try to buy off Canadians with our own money. Now, we had said when the election started, we'd actually posted on our Canadian Common Sense Facebook page, the election is upon us. Be prepared to be bribed with your own money. Well, we know that's happening. I mean, the, the Trudeau liberal platform has got $78 billion in deficit spending for four years. Yep, that's right. $78 billion. And how does Trudeau plan to pay for it? Oh, we're going to tax the banks. That's going to work really well when they just pass that on down to the consumers, namely us. Does Trudeau care? No, he probably has never set foot in a bank in his life. You think he's ever had to finance anything? Millionaire trust fund, baby? No, no, he'll tax the banks. So he has decided he it is time for him to step into the healthcare realm, which he does a lot anyway, because he he really thinks the, the national government should be in charge of everything, or at least set standards for everything. I think he should just get the hell out of the way. He's now uh, teased in the election that any province who wants to set up vaccine passports, how about a billion dollars to help set that up? How about no? How about shove that billion dollars up your you-know-what and let provinces figure that out on their own, even if they decide they do want a vaccine passport? And so far, it appears only two provinces in Canada are not going down that road, that being Alberta and Saskatchewan. So we'll see how long they hold out. Probably not that much longer. But it's a it's federal government overreach into responsibilities that should be provincial. Now, if you want to talk vaccine passport for travel, then absolutely that's the federal government's gig. And they've already made that clear that you're going to have to be double vaxxed to return to Canada if you travel abroad anyway. So they've they've already checked that one off the list. So by trying to, to tell the provinces it's time for you to get a vaccine passport, that's just them butting their nose in their in business where it doesn't belong. Big surprise, Trudeau does that all the time. Number two, Trudeau could not pass this particular legislation through Parliament so he's decided he's going to try to, to ramrod it through by backdooring around Parliament that is not sitting right now and tell municipalities, again, as he had tried to do once while they were still sitting in government, that, hey, if you want to ban handguns, we have a billion dollars to help you out. Oh, another billion dollars. And another handgun ban that won't actually 
do anything to solve handgun crime. Justin, take my billion dollars and shove it up your... Yeah. Because, as Lewis and I have stated ad nauseum on this show, yeah, there's a lot more shooting gun crimes, especially in Toronto, in Canada, but gun crimes in general have gone up 180%, I believe Lewis said, since Trudeau has been in office. And... Toronto is basically the epicenter of gangland shootouts right now, but they're not using legally purchased handguns. And do you know why they're not using legally purchased handguns? Because the system works. And as somebody with a restricted firearms license, I can tell you the system works. The system is very strict. I had to take a course to get my firearms license. And by owning a restricted firearm, I had to apply for an authorization to transport said firearm from the gun store to my home. And there are very strict rules on if I choose to take that that anywhere, I can't just take it anywhere. I have to go straight to the gun range and straight home without stopping on either direction there or, or home. It's not easy nor convenient to own a handgun legally in this country. Therefore, if you did have one, you'd be really stupid to commit a crime with it because when you came out of jail, you wouldn't have one anymore. But gangbangers don't care about that. Gangbangers don't care about our rules. So gangbangers will take handguns smuggled from the United States and they'll shoot each other with those. And that's actually been meted out by data. Data has shown that no legally purchased handguns have been involved in gun crimes. The shootings in Toronto are not at all with legally obtained handguns. And Lewis pointed out on this past show, and we've pointed out several times, the Nova Scotia shooter, not one firearm that he used in his spree was purchased legally. In fact, two of them were, were, were all, all of them, all the guns, three of the four guns he used were smuggled in from the United States. The fourth one he used, he took from a police officer that he executed. So, again, our gun laws are working. But Justin Trudeau wants to keep, he wants to ban all firearms and get firearms out of the hands of legal gun owners. So, how about a billion dollars to municipalities if they want to institute their own handgun bans. Talk about being bribed with our own money? Had enough yet, Canada? I know that I certainly have. Just because you cannot get legislation passed through Parliament because it's crappy legislation does not mean you backdoor in to try to bribe the municipalities and try to bribe Canadians, bribe provinces, municipalities, and bribe Canadians in general with our own money during an election campaign on your own failed legislation. Canada, we need to send a message to Justin Trudeau that his time is up. And I think he knows his time is up because look at him on the campaign trail. I, th I really believe that Canadians in general are tired of Justin Trudeau. I think we're tired of his BS. And I really hope that that shows on election day on September 20th.